Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Have you checked out the latest Ball Family Reserve collection from Ernie Ball Music Man? BFI is a celebration of Ernie Ball's heritage and instrument craftsmanship, which features some of the finest figure tone woods and finishes available. These rare pieces are offered in limited production runs and allow the public access to instruments previously reserved for family and loyal artists. This month features the Bongo in Wild Cherry Burst, the Majesty in Blue Steakhouse, and the Valentine in Target Burst. Learn more about where to get yours at music-man.com forward slash BFR. And welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Oh, I'm first. Jay Cross. Oh, I'm second. And Clark Packham. Who? Mark Packham. Sorry, I got that wrong. Oh, oh I'm third. Yes, yes, welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome last. Back, Mark last. Packham. I'm last. Blondes. There's no, need, there's no losers apart from you. Yeah, Joe Branton. <laughs> well, what is Joe the line Branton. from Indiana Jones? And in this kind of race, there's no silver medal for coming second. So in the third Indiana Jones. The penultimate Indiana Jones. The best no, Indiana Jones. The best India, Easily the best Indiana Jones. The second Jones. one. Yeah, second one is Joe the third. third. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I like the fourth one. Have you seen, you guys seen that? <laughs> No, well, there, is, there isn't okay. one, is there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. Oh, Crystal yeah, yeah, the skull. TV series, uh, Young Indiana Jones. Oh, <laughs> oh that was yeah, no, sorry, I must that have meant the fifth how one. Did, how did old Indiana Jones lose his eye? Why is that never covered in the films? Because old Indiana happened. Jones in the series, one eye. I, I like this, the second second podcast in a row that we've talked about Indiana Jones. Oh, is Indiana it? Jones yeah, is because best. last week we talked about how... Oh, Jay, did you miss the Temple of Doom special last week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, were t- we were talking last week about how in the fourth one, he is in the fridge in the nuclear explosion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. same as that, in Back to the Future. The same as the original concept so, of Back to the Future, which led to us to talking about not the guitars, which it yeah. easily could have. But So not. yesterday or the day before, uh, I saw Mark and... Hello. And he said, "Oh, how has uh, how has the podcast been the last couple of weeks? I haven't got around to listening." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't remember anything that we talked about, but I remember I enjoyed it. So, like, basically, as soon as we finish, as soon as I cross the threshold out of the door, that's it. It's just it all disappears. <laughs> it it leaves all your disappears." Memory. 
which is oh, why I just continue enough. to make the same jokes and tell the same stories over and over again because I just forget. <laughs> well, they are wonderful stories. And, and I'm very, very boring, grateful. but, you know, it's fine. Well, we have got Mark Packham back. Welcome Hello. back, Mark. Thank you for thank you for joining us again on the, on this week's episode. The How's 200- it been? Yeah, it's been it's been great. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed my time without you. But this is yeah, the two hundred seventy eighth episode. Unbelievable. Three episodes on from when I wanted to introduce uh, the Guitar Nerds Quiz because, of course, we put out a um, a Guitar Nerds twenty twenty survey. Um, a few weeks ago, which we're going to talk a bit about in the Patreon. And uh, we, amongst other things, we were asking for feedback on what people w- would improve. And more often than not, people requested a return of the every Mac. 25... <laughs> Yeah, of the return of every 25th episode, it being a quiz episode. So... It would have been perfect because the 275th episode was up as the next one, but I need all the men here to uh, be available so that we can uh, do, do a OGs. quiz. All the OGs. Yeah, all the OGs. So now we've got you back, we're going to do a quiz, but I want to talk about some stuff beforehand because, you know, uh, Matt Knight, you bought more stuff, I presume? Uh just acquired more things. Actually, that the... the the best things this week were getting stuff back from service. I I had to put some some uh, stuff in the uh, the amp and guitar hospital. Um, my sp- <laughs> because I tried to uh, change the tape on my Space Echo and broke it. Um, oh no! Oh no! But basically, I've, I've I have changed the tape before, but I I put the tape in and was like something does not sound right, and uh, I don't think I've had it serviced since I bought it. So. Um, I was like, right, that's been in my cupboard for ages. I, I was going to drop it in for a service the week before uh, before lockdown and then obviously couldn't. And they've reopened, so I, I sort of ventured to uh, to go and drop that off. And then where about... Do you, where do you get your stuff serviced? In so London? it's been tricky because when I lived in Brighton, I always used to go to uh, Peter Hall, um, the legend that is that is Peter Hall. Um, and in London, I've, I've always struggled. When I worked at Anderton's, they, they offered a couple of service people there um but amps is something i've not had to get serviced too much before um but i started going to a guitar tech in denmark street called stairway to kevin's oh yes i know stairway <laughs> to kevin's we've spoken about them before on this podcast we have yes yeah they um they're you know super nice guys out there and they uh, set up my nick cooper when i had the the pickups put in and then in the same office in the same bit they have um jpf amps uh, which i think have been on denmark street for a, a while he makes his own amps but he, he's been a long time sort of tech you know on denmark street for amp repairs and stuff i think he does a lot of warranty um external repairs for other companies and stuff as well um so i took the space echo to him but about two weeks ago two or three weeks ago uh, plugged in my Morgan, and then I was like, something definitely doesn't sound right. It was like you couldn't turn it up like past one or two without it just sounding like the whole circuit was like collapsing in on itself. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's fine. You know, at least I've got other amps. I was like, I'll plug in my Deluxe Memory Man. And I was like, this doesn't sound very good either. <laughs> uh, so um, I was like, oh, it's just like all the d- repeats are distorted and all that. So I was like, oh, God. Um, so I dropped it all in and uh, got it all back. And it's just wonderful. Space Echo, wonderful. Deluxe Memory Man, wonderful. Morgan, wonderful. Um, 
So what what amp heads have you, are you rocking totally? You still got the Olsen. I've still got the Olsen, the little hill, and the, the little hill, which is what twenty five watts. 20. 20, 20 watts. watts. And you use um, that for? Is that like a clean? I was uh, I was because Olsen it. are normally quite metal orientated. Yeah, so it's the signature amp from um, the second guitar player in Opeth, um, and actually Opeth is. You know, goes between very clean and very distorted. Yeah. Um, but I'd spend a bit more time just actually using the gain channel. I've always shied away from two-channel amplifiers just because I've always had you know, distortion pedals on the floor, and I was like, no, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna use the effects loop and use like one delay pedal and uh, just play along with the amp. So I've, I've been, um, I've been sort of using that a lot, uh, really. I mean, it's a great clean platform. Um, it needs a little bit of reverb in the effects loop just because I'm so used to playing the Morgan, which has obviously got like a real splashy Fender type uh, spring tank in it. Um, but having the Morgan back is just, it's just brilliant. It's, you know, it's like a souped up kind of Princeton, um, you know, 12 watts. Just amazing. Just sounds amazing. So is it's it nice just, to have that back. Is it just the two pack. heads? Yeah. So I got that. I've also got at the moment, I mean, because I'm uh, not going into the office, I'm sort of working from home. I've also got a JC22 here and a Nextone. Wonderful. Um, and every day the doorbell rings and brings more stuff. And Amy, my partner, is getting <laughs> very annoyed. <laughs> Mainly because there's no packages for her. So I've had to sort of like balance it out with the, you know, like the odd gift for me and then the occasional gift for her. Um but yeah, it's also I've just had to move like the entire studio and all the gear I need for work and stuff is here as well. Well, this is um, this is the thing you you do buy the strangest stuff for someone who's fitting their studio literally into their bedroom literally because you actually it, yeah. you you expanded and we, we want you expanded your cab setup this this week as well. Yeah, I um I'd always had two two twelves for ages, and then I switched to the two one twelves in the sort of mini half stack from zilla um and what speakers did you have in the two uh, they were vertical 112s though weren't they so they weren't yeah it's like it's like like, um it's like two 412s shrunk down into two one by 12s right um and was running you know one amp into the top cab and one amp into the bottom cab um because you know one's a straight front one's an angled front so it looks like a mini stack and uh, the problem was the top cab is obviously way more directional because it's much more angled at your face um so trying to find like a balance between those two cabs was difficult unless you had it side by side and i sort of missed having the two two by 12s for ages i'd had a morgan running through um a two by 12 and this i had a sewer amp that i was running through a two by 12 and you know we've talked about zilla a lot they're the the best cab company out there and obviously do a range of fantastic colors and designs and they they make a cab called the fat boy which is the same sort of um normally the same width dimensions as the 112 but it's much deeper um so you get a little bit more of a boomier basier cab and they've done that as a vertical 112 so it's like a oversized like really tall 112 and i was like i also need it open back because the problem with a one by 12 closed back cab that's angled like at waist height it's it is just like so directional so i was like for you know the kind of real clean platform that morgan is i wanted a oversized 112 so it's nice and bassy um 
but also isn't as directional. So they built this amazing 112 with a nice oval back on it. And it's just wicked. It's just It looks gorgeous. Yeah. Um, they're actually great value for money as well. Yeah, un- unloaded. I mean, they're like, you know, I think depending on what options you go for, starting price is like 290 or 285 or something like that. Which is, which is very good. Considering they're all made to order, you can have any colour combination you want. You can do anything fancy, you know, any sort of basket weave. And You can even edit the logo, I think, as well. Yeah, they changed their logo recently. I don't know what options they offer now. Um, I think you can get, like, you could have your band logo on it or something. Oh, like right. Or guitar nerds, for example. Oh, yeah, you could have guitar nerds, yeah. Or a um, picture of my face. Yeah. No, no. one's going to get that. No yeah, one's you, hear the, you hear no. the, the drab silence there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've got this, this oversized 112, which has got the EV, which is a 200-watt, like, super high headroom like no distortion speaker. So what um, do you need a 200 watt sort of, you know, PA style all, speaker all, for? All the headroom. I don't want no breakup. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> what head, are you, what head are you running into that? Just the Morgan. Super clean. As clean as you like. Turn Listen. it up all the way. Super clean. Why don't you just do, buy it, keyboard, it, Matt? Honestly, does that, yeah. Does it does it not make it a bit characterless? Because of, of course, no. those speakers are really designed for sort of modelling amps and things. No, like no, that. no. Not the EVs. The EVs are like the EV twelve. The EVM twelve L is like a legendary guitar speaker. Right. Um, for things like twins and dumbbells and all that uh, sort of stuff. Because they basically you can't overload it. So all of the character of the amp comes through the speaker with the character of the speaker. I see. But you don't really get any of the breakup. Right. What's interesting, and that's I was sort of I got that was talking a little bit about that Celestian Redback, is you know, their idea behind that is if you've got a four twelve that's got four twenty five watt greenbacks as a hundred watts, but you've got to have a four twelve. This is the same power handling in one speaker. That is very nice. That's a nice so, feature, especially with the way sort of amp sizes are moving. You know, now that gigs happen in bedrooms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I, I was, I must admit, I was super, super tempted to buy, a, to make it a 15-inch cab. I was like, because, you know, we've, oh. we've, for weeks we've been talking about, there was a question on the Patreon a few weeks ago about the dream Fender amp. I was like, custom twin, 15. And then we were talking about the, was it the dual showmaster? That we were yeah. talking about a few weeks ago, which is the two by fifteen. I'm cab. about that. Jewel Showman, that's it. Two fifteen. I was like, oh, and I was like, could I go to eighteen? Then I was like, I'm too tired to look at speakers anymore. I must go to bed before I order like <laughs> an eighteen. Because I, I gigged with a, a bass player once in a covers band, and he had an eighteen inch cab, and then I think he had a ten inch cab, and then some like six inch tweeters. It was ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so I, that's why I went for the oversized. It's just a bit more boomy. It's got a lot more bottom end. Um, and now it's been fu- the amp's been fully serviced. It just sounds like way better than I ever remember it. Um, it's just like really clean. Reverb Tank's got that kind of real like surfy vibe to it. I'm into Record it. Record some, Matt. I want to see. Nah. What'd <laughs> 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 be the Fair point enough. in that? <laughs> that's not yeah. Matt's vibe. <laughs> no, but that's that's why I'm super in uh you know keen for you to start the uh you know the sort of special on recording guitars and and all that sort of stuff. It's something that I've wanted to do all year and somehow keep finding time to put it off. Yeah. Um but I will do it. I wanted to live stream this weekend, but Sunday was an oven 
and uh, was almost. <laughs> in, I was like, because I don't have, I don't like having the windows open. So I'm like, I'm not going to like blast the neighbors with my, you know, average guitar playing. So I have to shut the windows and shut the door because obviously, also, you know, Amy's like, please don't leave all the doors open in in the flat. So the the room with two valve amps on also becomes horrendously hot. So I'm just like, <laughs> no. So I need to wait for it to get cool. Winter time. That's my jam. Mm, yes yeah i'm looking forward to you know like wearing Winter. clothes again that would that would be nice that's a horrible thought <laughs> it's literally true right now oh, oh <laughs> yes absolutely anyway um uh, jay cross um you know fender have released something rather exciting this week something incredibly flamboyant and uh you know has certainly caught the eye of of everyone in the guitar industry well, I'm not necessarily sure I agree with the statement that it's flamboyant, but uh, Joe is referring to the brand new uh, Sean Mendes Music Master. It looks um, fantastic. It does look really good. Now, there's there's quite a lot going on here um, that, that is worth unpacking for a sec. So, Sean Mendes is Yeah, number a, one. Who is Sean Mendes? So, okay, number one. Uh, <laughs> He's a director. Sean... Of what? Uh, I don't know. It's Sam Mendes. Oh, that's Sam who, Mendes that's who it keeps making me think of, the director of several Bond films, Sam oh, Mendes. Okay. And yeah. Titanic? No, that's James no, Cameron. That's James oh, Cameron. that was James Cameron. Yeah, no, it was, uh, wasn't was Sam Mendes married to um, Kate Winslet, I think. Ah, Which is yes. one oh, thing. Titanic. Titanic link. That is true, right. yeah. That I'm, it, just, I'm wikipedia him now. Anyway, uh, Sean Mendes, who is, to my knowledge, not related to uh, either Sam Mendes nor Kate Winslet, um, or had anything to do with Bond or Titanic in any way. I was going to say, he was in Titanic, though. Sean Mendes? I don't think so. Sean Mendes was definitely not born when Titanic came out. No, he was, mate. He's that guy that, uh, when it's the ship sort of like pointing up out of the thing, he falls down and hits the... uh, (laughs) And then does a spin. That That was like truly a horrifying... That was one of the first truly horrifying moments that i saw in cinema i was just like that is like that would that really triggered something in in like my in terms of like existential dread it's a I weird scene though, because just like thinking the, like the noise wow, that that's they put awful in. yeah it's the weird. noise that they put in is hilarious <laughs> yeah which is weird <laughs> because they're basically like yeah it's the most horrifying scene and then when he hits like bong Clang. it's like why did you do this uh, so anyway, moving moving back to the guitar, uh, Sean Mendes is a... I want to uh, talk about Titanic some more. <laughs> my heart will go on and on. Yeah. Paint me like one of your French girls. Uh, so uh, just Someone to confirm, clip that. Please just, clip that. <laughs> uh, just to confirm, uh, Sean Mendes was indeed uh, not born... No, wait, 8th of August 1998... 20 th- Sean Mendes was not born when Titanic came out. It's 97 Titanic, right? 90 23rd of July, January 98, so start right. of uh, stuff. Anyway, that's all kind of neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> uh Sean Mendes is a uh 20 Two-year-old singer-songwriter has been uh, in the pop game for a few years now. Um, I did a quick bit of Googling because clearly being a uh, a grubby, miserable uh, emo, I didn't know anything about Shawn Mendes. Um, God, he has incredible pecs. I'm just um, looking at a beach photo shoot of him now. So there's, there's, there's quite a lot going on here, which is very cool about the guitar. So first of all, let's talk about 
who he is and what this is. So uh, Shawn Mendes uh, was, uh, has been, yeah, I think had, I think first number one was like at the age of 15 or something was what I read. So, I mean, that's pretty mad. Um, has had conce- one of the youngest people to have consecutive number ones. He looks uh, like me. Um, Joe, no, not really. <laughs> I'm not sure that's true. I've got to be honest. I, I do apologise. Um, I don't think he does. Um, <laughs> I'd apologise to Shawn Mendes. That's yeah, 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 that's easy <laughs> to apologise to. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, the, the thing that's cool about, one of the cool things about the guitar is this isn't actually the Shawn Mendes signature music master. This is actually the Shawn Mendes foundation signature music master. So basically the guitar has been uh, released in... Uh, collaboration with and in support of the Shawn Mendes Foundation, which is a charitable organisation that Shawn Mendes set up last year at the age of like 21, set up a uh, million dollar charitable organisation that focused on that was aimed at focusing on issues that are really, um, you know, close to the hearts of his fans. Uh, so uh, one of the things that I read about it was on a big tour that he did at the back end of last year. He worked with a company called um, Reverb.org, which I think is different from any other reverbs that we may be aware of. Um, And um, what they did was they eliminated any single-use plastics from this big tour that he did. And they reckon that it saved something like 70,000 single-use plastics from this tour that he was doing so you know they're they're kind of aiming at um like targeting issues that are that affect um people who are into Shawn Mendes so you know I guess uh like um Generation Z you know people considerably younger than us uh though so so stuff that that they're into so I think that's really cool um another thing another thing that's really interesting is um the artwork on this guitar which is really cool is uh was done by a fan so this is like fan art I guess probably there was some sort of competition I don't really know how that all came about but it's this really nice floral pattern it looks like if you're just looking at it um uh, if you just add passing, it kind of looks a bit like Paisley, but it's not Paisley at all. It's all um, it's all uh, flowers and it looks really pretty. And then there's um, like a wood patterned uh, p- uh, pit guard on there as well, which is really cool. Um, the other thing that's really interesting about this is Shawn Mendes is like six foot three. So I don't think that the decision to do a music master is based around him. I think it's been based around, right, I want to make a guitar that people who like my music will be able to play because there's probably not that many six foot three Shawn Mendes fans out there. Um, so I think that's really nice. You know, he's gone for a guitar that people with like smaller hands and, uh, you know, younger people generally would, would be able to play, which I think is a, a really nice little touch. Now onto the actual specs of the guitar. Uh, I guess it kind of follows along with what Fender has done with kind of the uh, like the player um, offset series uh, or the player offset guitars. So it's a uh, a Music Master, which is um, a bit of an interesting choice of name. I'm not really sure why it's a Music Master because Music Master is single pickup. Um, but I guess this is yeah no because this is an HS, so you've got a player humbucker in the uh in the neck and then a uh Tex-Mex strat single coil in the bridge and the humbucker can be split 
which is super useful. And uh, nine and a half inch radius. Um, yeah, other than that, it's it's like a pretty uh, you know it's what you expect from a from a Geosonic or from a Music Master or from a uh, from it's very Mustang. Cool indeed. I think fin- I think it looks wicked. The the body in particular. I, I've seen a lot of people complaining that they don't like the look of the pit guard. I the, disagree. The I think yeah. the plate looks great. I think it looks really, really cool. I'd love it if, if, I mean, if it had a mint guard, which wouldn't be that difficult to change. I think just personally, that for me would suit it better. But I love the finish of the body. It looks like, a, yeah. like some sort of, like a book about flowers drawings. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. They're like yeah. illustrations of flowers. It's such a, it's such a fantastic, like such a novel, original, like tasteful but complex finish. I'm really into it. My only uh, my only complaint about how it looks is I know it's the logo for the Shawn Mendes Foundation on the neck plate, but it really looks like when something isn't loading correctly on an, on a MacBook <laughs> or something. It looks like the loading wheel, and it's like, yeah, this neck plate hasn't loaded yet. Maybe you know that's something that uh, is it is an issue that affects uh, Generation Z. And... It is. I mean, they've all got the ten year old MacBooks, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, <laughs> they see that a lot. That's yeah. why they connect with it. I see. So it, yeah, it there you go. That's that's one of the big things uh, to 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 try and get fixed. But no, I I think this is cool, and um, you know, this is uh, another in the, the line of kind of uh, Fender doing signature models for like non traditional kind of guitar heroes i guess which is something that we have talked about a lot over the years through guitar nerds and through gack podcasts uh of like kind of championing the new guitar heroes and um yeah i I think this is really cool i think it's a it's a it's an interesting uh really interesting spec and yeah great looking guitar yeah very much so uh indeed super cool Uh, now we should introduce our new patrons for this week i normally do that start and i totally forgot to so uh so we should uh yeah, we should introduce them. Welcome to Ian Morton. Thank you for joining us. Uh, to Joachim, to Zach Melton, who joins us at the ten dollar tier. To Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Dedekind. Yeah, I'm going with that. Jonathan Dedekind, and to uh, Lachlan McLennan and Dave Prozer. Welcome everyone who has uh, joined us on the uh, Patreon. There's a lot of people this week. We are getting Is that six people. Yeah, we're getting very close. Surely it must be mod mode. I thought we were five people away last week. Well, it depends what tier people join up. But yes, we are we are getting close to the old mod mode. It is we are very nearly there. So uh, <laughs> it's just around the corner. We're going to have to actually start planning it. Oh, well, we have started planning. It. It's going to be fine. Nah. Anyway, <laughs> could be a more difficult time to have to do it. Uh, a feature that requires multiple people in the same room at the same <laughs> the time. Bi- the, the, big, the bigger question is, what do we do after that? Well, that's the thing, Post isn't it? Mod like, mode. I feel like you need to come up with a new tier, Joe, to uh, to put in there. Like, what's the next thing? Yeah. Yeah. Joe will know. come and do after lockdown. Joe will come and do your like laundry. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm up for that. Yeah. Mm, no, that. I'll, I'll no, do it by this. hand. <laughs> in a stream. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, maybe maybe like vacuuming. Maybe yeah. Joe will come and uh, and do vacuuming in your house. I'll come and vacuum pack myself. It would be great. What does that mean? <laughs> Sounds very. You know, where you you vacuum pack like stuff that goes under your bed, like clothes that you don't wear. Oh, Joe, this is this, oh, this is a, a different level of yeah. I'm not. I'm not really sure. This is uh, we, this needs to be behind the paywall pa- if you're going to talk right, about okay. this sort of stuff. We, I I tell just, you. Okay, well, all right. Well, it is time for the quiz. Anyway, we're going to move on to this 
week's guitar nerds quiz. It's going to be. I think. Absolute... I think we should. I think we should highlight the fact, Joe, that you were concerned that the quiz was like you know easing back into the quiz. I can respect that, but mm-hmm. you have had about three extra weeks to you know write a quiz that was going to last the full hour. People wanted an hour's worth of quiz. They didn't want Matt talking about amps. They didn't want me talking about news. They certainly didn't want you talking about what you get up to in your spare time. They wanted the quiz, and I think that you need to take this more seriously. Okay, I um, I apologise. Thank I you. Apologize. That's that's I, on on behalf of the listeners, of which I can assure you, I've never been one. Uh, I accept your apology. Well, I assure you, I'm going to make this as good as possible. In this quiz, we're going to have, in no particular order, such rounds as Okie Dokio Tokyo, Show Me Your Shredentials, and Pink the Unpinkable. There are going to be some wonderful rounds. That's right. There'll also be turbo rounds where people can double their points. They can slight a competitor. Um, and they can also sit out further rounds with uh, with extra points. It's, can I uh, set out the quiz with extra points? Well, maybe, <laughs> Matthew, maybe if you win round three, that would be a possibility. So... <clears throat> I've got to say, I feel particularly not confident about this i feel like with the weather being the way it is and just kind of the way of the world at the moment i feel like my mind is just a bit mushy and i'm not sure that i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna say it i'm I'm not i'm i don't think i'm gonna do very well this this time around This episode of Guitar Nerds is brought to you by Shergold Guitars and their latest electric guitar, The Provocateur. Celebrated by Total Guitar Magazine as one of the most refined single cuts on the market with endlessly satisfying playability and a flawless set of tones. The Shergold Provocateur combines remarkable specification with a retro vibe for a unique and bona fide rock guitar. From the brand that once powered the likes of Joy Division and is now championed by modern guitar pioneers and so I watch you from afar and many others comes a fresh and exciting range of electric guitars designed by legendary British guitar luthier Patrick James Eggle and featuring a roasted mahogany neck and a solid mahogany body loaded with USA made Seymour Duncan pickups it's easy to see why Guitarist Magazine officially voted the provocateur one of the best electrics of 2019 you can find your nearest Shergold dealer at shergoldguitars.com. And if you're not in the UK, don't fear. Many UK-based Shergold dealers have super awesome international shipping options to guarantee your Shergold will make it to you in the most far-flung of places. Proudly stand out from the crowd and discover yours today at shergoldguitars.com. Shergold Guitars. Be your own original. I I think you will. I've got every confidence in you, Jay. I think okay, uh, you know thanks, you, you always surprise everyone in the quiz and often win. So I I believe in yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, that's that is true. That is true. People think I'm an idiot, and I might. I, I mean, I am, but you know, just in prob- other ways. Just yeah, probably just... won more quizzes than anyone else, Jay Cross. I reckon. I reckon probably. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. Quiz. So here we are. Round one. <laughs> Round one is going to be. Uh, Pink the Unpinkable. Welcome to round one. Pink the Unpinkable, a round all about pink guitars. Now, in this round, there will be no point passing. It's going to be very simple. 
Each of you will have three questions in succession, so no point passing. So everyone can only get a maximum of three points and a minimum of zero. Mark Packham, let's start with you. Wait, what are the rules of this round? You just have to answer the question. It's multiple choice okay. in this case. Pink the unpinkable, multiple choice. I'm going to ask you three questions. You've got a multiple choice for each of them. I'll tell you what the multiple choice is. You answer me the question and you get a point. Are you ready? How, sure. how, are, how are people playing along at home? Are they, are they picking? I would choose your person. Choose, yeah. right, choose okay. whether you want to be Mark, Matt or Jay okay. in this quiz. Um, okay, here we go. Round one in pink the unpinkable. <clears throat> Mark Packham, question one. What is the pickup configuration of the Charvel ProMod DK24 in satin shell pink? Is it HH, HSH, or HSS? I think it is HSS. That, Mark Packham, is completely... Correct. Yes. Well done. Well done. Mark Packham Still got straight it. in there with one point. He's off the mark. Um, he's off the mark, as it were. Question two, Mark Packham. Are you ready? Do you feel ready for this? Hit me. <clears throat> okay. Fender released the Offset Mustang in a limited edition shell pink finish back in 2017. But what were the controls for the reissue? Was it? Volume and tone on a rotary and a three-way pickup selector. Volume and tone with an individual pickup selector switch for each pickup. Or volume and tone with three individual pickup switches, one for each pickup and a master bass cut. Volume and tone with a three-way selector switch. That is correct. Mark Packham, really, two questions in and two questions correct. Oh, he's off I know to that because Jay's start. got one and I just pictured he, him holding it and banging out <laughs> the same chords that he always bangs out and I was thinking, <laughs> even though it's not plugged in he's definitely flipping that freeway switch because that's what you do when you're trying a guitar <laughs> Yes, that is exactly what he does Okay, question three The last question for you in this first round Pink the Unpinkable Mark Packham The Ibanez AS63 was a fantastic, affordable, 335-style hollow body um, that, of course, came in some amazing pastel colours, such as coral pink. But what were the other colours in the range? Were they surf green, mint blue, and twilight orange, surf green, mint blue, and seafoam green, or surf green, mint blue, and rocker red? Uh, I'm going to go with the last one because I don't think there'd be two greens in there. I think it's okay. surf so green, you... the blue, and the red. I think the red. Okay. Mark Packham, you are incorrect. It was oh. twilight orange, I'm afraid. Oh, I'm very okay. sorry. But you did well. Two out of three possible points. That's good. I'm in good standing. That is good standing. Jay Cross, you Hello. are next. On okay. my little list of three questions in the round, pink the unpinkable. So here we go. <clears throat> the Ibanez Steve Vai Gem Jr. is available in a wonderful hot pink for less than $500. It's incredibly cool, super affordable, and it's a wonderfully weird guitar to have at that price point. Whilst Ibanez have retained so many of the Gem's premium features, but 
what is the name given to Steve Vai's unique fretboard inlays? Is it the Winding Vines, the Tree of Life, or the Leafy Lays? Uh, the Tree of Life? The Tree of Life is correct, Jay Cross. The cool. Tree okay, so of I'm, Life. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump ahead, jump in you there. I'm afraid, Joe, because okay. I, it is the Tree of Life. But I'm gonna pick apart the fact that you said that this is unique to Steve to to this guitar because it's not at all. The Tree of Life is the thing that uh, Ibanez have done on a lot of their guitars, and not only their guitars. And this is why I know this because they always did a strap, which is why I know it's the Tree of Life because they did the Tree of Life strap. That had the uh, that had the vines on it, so I uh, you know I'll, I'll take your points, and then I'll take another one for uh, correcting you as well. <laughs> well, I stand corrected, but I certainly won't give you another point. I'll certainly think oh. twice about entering you into the fucking extra round, though. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I always thought when you said that, Jay, I was like, oh no, you know, Tree of Life. Yeah, it was uh, not obviously just that guitar, but I was like, oh no, it's always I, I, Steve Vai guitars, but it's not. I just look now, and there's a yeah, um, couple of different. Yeah, yeah, AR sixties and and uh, the artist series stuff. Yeah, I didn't. Realize I mean, any that. any I'm... any 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 good guitar nerd would know that. Surely, <laughs> sure. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Okay, very well. I am I am looking at the uh, the write up that I got this from right now, and it does say Steve Vai's Tree of Life in the write up, which is oh maybe I it's got that from, maybe it's just well different. unless he was uh, in Dorsey playing AR guitars in the seventies. Right, Joe right, Brandon, sure. that isn't true. <laughs> Very well. Okay, question two for Jay Cross. The <clears throat> the Schecter Nick Johnston is an incredibly cool take on an S-style guitar. Shell pink, mint guard, gorgeously tinted maple neck, but what quintessential Strat control feature did he change? <clears throat> a three-way instead of a five-way, a single tone control instead of two, or an added kill switch? Uh, I have absolutely no idea, so I'm going to guess uh, the uh, the s- single tone control. That is absolutely correct. A common <sighs> change when people are you know modernising or alterating classic Stratocasters is to lose that second tone control. Uh, certainly something that Music Man have done on the on the Cutlass range, and it is very much something that Nick Johnson did on his Shecht. It's a gorgeous guitar, Jay. You should absolutely check it out. I think okay, it's fantastic. I shall. Um, so Jay's two points level with Mark Packham and one question less left in pink, the unpinkable. <clears throat> Here we are. Later. Oh, yes. Okay. You're right. <laughs> yes. I was reading the question. I was like, that doesn't make sense, but it does. I wrote this quiz some time ago. Okay. Later this year, a limited edition Gibson Standard SG in shell pink with a taut guard is set to make its way into select UK shops. But what US shop was the pink masterpiece originally designed exclusively for? Was it Sweetwater, Guitar Center, or Chicago Music Exchange? It's got to be CME, isn't it? That's absolutely correct. Jay Cross. <sighs> ding, ding, ding. Pushing ahead there with three points. Full points so far on Pink the Unpinkable. Well done, Jay Cross. Thanks, Matt Knight, are you ready? No. Okay. <laughs> Please I'll give you a time. minute. <clears throat> um, you just let me know. I need, I need to load up, load up Google. Okay. Um, okay. Let's let's go. I'm aiming mm-hmm. for half point. 
Okay. Matt Knight. What Nick Huber guitar does Matt Knight own? (laughs) 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 No, okay. Uh, Matt, what guitar from the Squire Paranormal series is available in shell pink with a perloid plate? Is it the Cyclone, the Offset Telecaster, or the Cabernita? Cyclone. That is correct, Matt Knight. Well done. It is, of course... The Cyclone looking absolutely gorgeous with its three slightly offset pickups and a perloid guard. Very cool indeed. Um, Okay, second question. Matt Knight, the PRS Silver Sky isn't quite available in Shell Pink, but they've come very close. Um, And what is the name of that finish? Is it Mulberry Mist, Midnight Rose or Flash Pink? Uh, I'm going to go with Midnight Rose. That is correct. The, yes, absolutely. I love John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. The sort of metallic mo finish they have opted for, they have gone for the name Midnight Rose. And it does look very metallic good. Metallic mo would have been a good name, actually. Oh, yeah, that, that, that is Mulberry true. Mist is a colour on something, isn't it? It's Reverend. Reverend. They were all colours. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, so of course. Flash, flash Pink's a, um, a Jackson colour, I think. Yeah. But um, Mulberry Mist is a Reverend colour. You're absolutely right. Mulberry Mist is their version of uh, Burgundy Mist. Yes. We talked about it a few weeks Which, ago. Yes, we did. And Midnight Rose is very similar, to be honest. It's, it's probably a little bit more pinky than the Burgundy Mist Got thing, it. but it's still it's, it's, it's very nice. Third question for you, Matt Knight, and your chance to draw with Jay Cross and so be uh, entered into the turbo round at the end of round one. Um, the limited edition Fender Player Jaguar is available in shell pink with a torque guard, but what pickup configuration have Fender gone for in this model, their most affordable Jaguar? Is it HH? SS or HS? I'm going to go with HS. That, Matthew Knight, is completely correct. Yes, it is rather odd, but Fender have gone for a completely different pickup configuration in their player Jaguar to bring it into the modern world. And HS is the configuration they have opted for, meaning that J-Cross and Matt Knight have both finished Pink the Unpinkable around all about pink guitars with full points. And so the two of you are entered into a turbo round. Now, because two people have had the same score, there is a coin toss right now to decide what? who goes into... Yeah, I'm sorry. to toss the coin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there is you, only, uh, only one person can go into each uh, turbo round. So it does come down to chance okay. every time. So I have entered both Matt and Jay um, into... A, um, if I was hosting a, this quiz, I would have uh, put together a tiebreaker. But, you know, that's that's just me. So. Well, it's difficult to put together a tiebreaker when things like that are based on, like, speed of answering. So uh, so this, uh, so at the end of every round, uh, you're going to get the chance to be, uh, you know, entered into this wheel of chance, which I am now spinning right now. And Matthew Knight, uh, you have... Uh, you have won and moved forward. V-A-R, V-A-R, V-A-R. <laughs> <laughs> you have moved forward into the turbo round for this uh, for round like one. The, Pink the unpinkable. Is that like the turbo button on those old like um, third party like Mega Drive controllers? No one That's... really knew what they did. You just pressed it and hoped it would do something. I think you it's just... more like a turbo shandy. 
<laughs> my favourite of all the drinks. Weak lager and a uh, WKD. WKD, yeah. Wow, wow. There we go. Okay, so, Matt, you're into the turbo round. Now, the turbo round is really a turbo question. You're going to be asked one question. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel if less you, cheated now, I've got to be honest. Yeah. If you get this question right, you can double your points for the next round. Woof. Okay, so if you get this right, every question you answer will be worth two points in the next round. Here we go. Okay. In 1959, Gibson released The Melody Maker, a near-perfect budget single pickup, single cut, available in Sunburst only until 1964. What colour did they introduce in 1964 but cancel in 1965? Wow. Oh, I'm going to go with. He's Googling. I can hear it. He's Googling. Uh, I'm going to go with TV yellow. But I'm not sure if that's the right answer. The answer, unfortunately, is cherry red, Matt Knight. Oh. That means that means no additional points were gained in this turbo round. So you will go through into the next round with the same amount of points. So, Jay, you've lost nothing. You and Matt are both going through into the second round Hardly with the a same round. amount of points. I, I would say turbo, not even turbo. It was just what should like I call a it? question. Just bonus. Quick, should I just, just call a bonus it? Question. Bonus question. Yeah, yeah. I bonus thought turbo question. round sounded better, but I'll call it bonus question for next one. Okay. your score. Question. Okay, okay, okay. Right, here we are. <laughs> Round double two. Double your score question. <laughs> Round two is called Show Me Your Shredentials. No? I don't no. think it's going to be much to show, if I'm honest, Joe, because this round is clearly about shredder guitars. Yes, that is true. Now, for round two, I'm afraid, once again, we're going for a similar format. There's going to be no point passing. There will be later on, I assure you. But in this round, I am giving each of you two brands and i am going to name three guitars each from one of those brands and you have to tell me which brand that guitar is from okay okay so mark packham your two brands are Schecter and framus okay matt knight your two brands are bc rich and washburn and Jay Cross, your two brands are Jackson and Harley Benton. Okay. 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 Here we go. All right, Mark Packham, round one for you. Here we are. Schecter or Framus for you, Mark. Question one. The Diablo Supreme. That is Framus. That is completely correct. Mark Packham's storming ahead there with a single point. Um, he's storming t- ahead. He's he's equaling the points that me and Matt got on the previous yeah. round. If yeah, anything, I'm, he's I'm catching, up. catching up. He's he's the tortoise. He's, he's, the, okay. No, no, no. He's I'm not playing the, the long game. I see. I see. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Question two for Mark Packham here: Schecter or Framus? The Banshee. That is Schecter. Oh, that is correct. Mark Packham up with two points, full points so far. Can he do what he couldn't do in the last round and make it a full three? The Panthera. That is Framus. 
Mark Packham, full points on this round for Ooh. you. Me, 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 oh. me, me, me. Well done. <laughs> you absolutely showed us your credentials there. Well done. A full three points. Jay Cross, you're next up. Do you remember your brands? Yeah, Jackson and Harley Benton. Jackson and Harley Benton, that is correct. Question... I wrote them down just so that I wouldn't forget. Wonderful. Okay, here we are. Question one. The Amarok. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, Harley Benton? That is correct, Jay Cross. Well done. One point. You're in line to take Mark out. Here we are. Take him him out where? (laughs) To dinner. I'm up for it. That's the prize. That's the the prize. That's the prize, yeah. The winner gets to take Mark out for dinner. For (laughs) Karev's. For (laughs) Karev's. I think we all went there once. It was horrible. I think we did all win. They had a really good vegan menu for a short period of time. I don't know if they still do. (laughs) Then you just ate it and then they were like, oh, I can't bother to restock that. Uh, question two, Jay Cross, the Shadowcaster. Uh, Jackson. That is correct, Jay Cross. I mean, he had two points there. And lastly, the Fusion T. Uh, Harley Benton. Correct again, oh. Jay Cross is ahead of Mark Packham now with three points. But this round we will be... Uh, dealing with you know just the this round's points at the end when we move on to the turbo question uh you know so the two of you uh, have drawn at the moment you'll be in the name spin at the end can matt knight join you in the name spin matthew knight your brands bc rich or washburn okay (laughs) (laughs) the parallax uh, that is uh, Washburn. That is correct. The Paranex certainly is Washburn. A wonderful range of guitars. Next up, the Shredzilla. Uh, I'm going to go BC Rich on that one. Absolutely. You are completely Shredzilla. correct. Shredzilla. <laughs> that can't be real. <laughs> That's what they call me. 
<laughs> oh, the, I tell you what, I've just Googled it. The Shredzilla is surprisingly conservative, I'm have a look. considering the name. <clears throat> yes, yeah, uh, it, it, is, it is. I started typing BC Rich and it said BC Richmond. I was like, I think that might be a, uh, a football club or something. <laughs> <laughs> and the third one for you, Matthew Knight, the Idol. Oh, I think that's BC Rich as well. It is, in fact, Washburn, Matt. Oh! So you're finishing this round with two points, meaning that Mark Packham and Jay Cross are going to go into the head-to-head wheel of name spin to see if they'll be entered into the turbo round. Is it just you flipping a coin? No, no well, I've got a little like, name spinner thing. I could flip a coin. Well, just do what you is need. It the same, is it the same thing you use for the, yes. uh, when the yeah. giveaways? But that's fixed. Don't tell people that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so can Jay be more lucky this time? Mark and Jay spinning round and round they go. Jay, you're in luck. Jay oh. has been passed through. I'm you should have sorry. Fixed it to make it more dramatic, because I'm I'm behind in the points. No, no, uh, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I see, I see. I understand. Nice right. showmanship. Okay. Yeah, okay. there's no narrative involved here, as you can tell. So now, Jay Cross, you have been entered into this turbo question. Now, mm-hmm. once again, if uh, you get this right, you can double your points for the next round. Um, or the other thing you could do is remove any double points from a competitor. But, of course, no one uh, no one was successful in doubling their points for the previous round, so you don't okay. have to worry about that. You can just double your points for the next round. Here we okay. go. The Gibson Melody Maker was also available as the Melody Maker D. What differs between the standard Melody Maker and the Melody Maker D? Uh... What differs between the standard Melody Maker and the Melody Maker D? I don't know. Take uh, time. All right, I'm thinking. It's a, it's I'm a doing, turbo this, round. This, not is a... Mark, this is the Mark Packham uh, approach to answering questions. The Melody Maker D. <laughs> There's nothing turbo about this, mate. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that the Melody Maker D had two pickups. That is completely correct, Jacob. Often, often confused as being the double cut version of the Melody Maker. The D is for double pickup. Yeah. And yes, the Melody Maker D did have two pickups. That means, J Cross, for the next round, you will be able to double your points. Double um, my points. Blooming yes, lovely. Do not get harder questions? Like, surely it would make sense to have harder questions. Why would that make sense? Because, you know, you've got to earn those extra points, Jay. I've, I've just earned those extra points no, by answering you've... every single question that I've been asked so far correctly. That's how I've earned those extra... There was a lot of guessing in there, Jay. What are you talking you about? Need... Listen, mate, a guess is just a, it's just a, a, a question that you... Don't know the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> So round three, we're calling Okie Dokio Tokyo, and it is going to be a round all about one of my favourite subjects, Japanese guitars. Um, you know, specifically sort of 70s, 80s. <laughs> Very uh, specifically, Japanese. a 71 to 72 era in Japan. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which, by the way, you can check out at uh, reverb.com forward slash <laughs> <laughs> Harlequin Guitar Club. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, these are oddly all based around guitars that I have in my shop or have had. But anyway, anyway, that's not, not the point. For the first time in round three, Okidokio Tokyo, you can win a point if the uh, if the answerer doesn't answer. So there will be point passing in this. Um, so we'll be going round the room with this, starting with Mark and finishing with Matt. Uh, let's start the ball rolling with Mark Packham. Jay, don't forget you'll get double points for every question. That includes can if I... you answer past questions. Oh, okay. I was going to say, can I... Okay, no, don't worry. That's fine. What? No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. Are you ready? Okay, here we are. Here we are. Mark Packham, the oddly named Greco early 60s, is Greco's version of what famous instrument? The early 60s. The Greco early 60s. (laughs) (laughs) Is a... I'm going to say a... An SG... That is incorrect, unfortunately, Mark Peckham. It is. Wait, a str- are you not wait. passing it on? Oh, and it's a strat. I know it's a <laughs> You're strat. Unbelievable. No, I knew it's no, a strat. I, forgot. I, I forgot. knew it's a strat because no, you had one, Joe. You I'm had a, you had an early sixties strat. I absolutely. Void. I, I messed it up. That that point is definitely void. Oh, absolutely. No way. I'm so so that is sorry, Jay. Outrageous. That's it is two outrageous. points for me. That yes. should have been. <laughs> I love how the host forgot his own rules. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is a lot to remember, Mark Packham. Unbelievable. I'm not cowed for this sort of memory. You had Joe. I remember. I knew this straight away. Because you had a natural early 60s, big headstock. It looked wicked. I thought about buying it. I knew that answer. And Mark should have known that answer. That's actually all true. The only reason he doesn't know that answer is because he doesn't care about you as much as I do. You can't I have am, those points either way. Okay. <laughs> I, I, there's no way I can give them to him, no! but he is oh, right. I'm God. so sorry. I'm so I'm sorry, so Jay. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. I feel like I've let everyone down. This really is an here. outrage. This, this is, an outrage. is bad. Okay, Jay, you can definitely still, you know, make the most of this. Jay, your question is: What is the original Tokai name for their Les Paul copy? Uh, the uh, Love Rock. That is correct, Jay Cross. Two points straight off of the bat there. <laughs> well done. Two. Okay, fine, just two. <clears throat> okay, I'm never going to live this down. Okay, <laughs> fine, here we are. Matt Knight, are you ready? Yes, yes. What brand name do Fernandez give to their Gibson-style instruments? What brand name? <laughs> <laughs> if, if Matt doesn't get it, do we jump in or is it going around uh, the room? Okay, it will go round the I, room. No, I, I don't. I don't think best. any of these questions should be should be uh, should be passable no, after, the, after the first after yeah, the first. That's Joe no, I, is an idiot. Joe, can I have the question again? <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, what yes. brand name do Fernandez give to their Gibson style instruments? Uh Pass. <laughs> I have no. That's coming round to you, Mark Packham. No idea. I don't know. Um, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say loser. I know it's not right, but I'm going to go with Edwards. <laughs> Hernandez. That would be what ESP uh, yeah, gave, what but but okay. unfortunately not Fernandez, which means it's coming round to you, Jay Cross. Oh wait, this one. This is a, this one. I can answer this one. Well, yeah, because those are the rules. Oh, okay, right, gotcha. Okay, we're following the rules on this one, just not the previous one. No, that's fine. Um, I also don't know, uh, so I'm going to take an ill-educated stab in the dark because, you know, why not? Um, And I'm going to say 
Bernie. That is completely correct. Yes! You know, this question was so simple. Boom. I thought about not putting it in because I thought everyone knows that Fernandez are Bernie and Bernie are Fernandez. I, I didn't know that at all. And I thought it was... Is that uh, true? I, I, yeah. Yes. It is completely true. Has that Listen, always Mark, been true? Mark, do not question Joe Branton, the uh, foremost Japanese guitar expert for guitars made between, you know, roughly... 1972 to 1984. Our, our aim on this podcast is to educate people more than it is to give points to fellow hosts. So, Mark, if you want to go on a crusade to work out whether or not that was correct, feel free to use Google for the rest of the quiz. I will. Um, but until until you come back to me disproving that, I will give Jay those two points, meaning Jay has four and Mark Fine. and Matt have zero so far. Here we go. Right. Um, and uh, where, where, it's me. where are we? Uh, yes. Mark Packham. Mark Packham. In the late 60s, Greco patented Shrike pickups and Shrike pickup system. Can you tell me what was unique about the Shrike pickups? Uh, when was it patented? In the late 60s. Very early for Greco. I'm going to say they were active. Unfortunately, no. They were actually boomerang oh, why shaped. Are you just... <laughs> oh, no. Why are you giving oh, it away? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. You're so bad. That is... I cannot believe there is a vendetta against me. That's the second time that that should have come to me. <laughs> Unbelievable! I Unbelievable! Am the, I am so sorry. I am the worst host. <laughs> this is why you shouldn't drink. I am like this is this is honestly. <laughs> no one would have got this one. This was a hard question. You either knew or you didn't. That's I'm standing by that. Jay Cross, Charles Ingram. I know just how you feel, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Major Charles, okay. you and me, mate. We've been ah. Oh. I'll, I'll try. I'll, I'll try and remember not to do this anymore. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> J Cross, the springy sound is the name of a Tokai guitar produced throughout the seventies. But what American instrument does it closely imitate? The answer is the. Oh, oh no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Jazzmaster. That is incorrect. Oh, wow. Wow. How about that? How far in are we to this quiz and I finally got a question wrong? How weird. I pass it round to Matt Knight. The springy Spring sound, sound is the name of a Tokai guitar produced throughout the 70s. But what American instrument does it closely imitate? Uh, how about the Jaguar? That is incorrect. I pass oh. it round again to Mark Packham. Is it the Fender Stratocaster? That is completely correct. Mark Packham scoring your first point in this round, leaving Matthew Knight behind you, eating the dirt from your heel. Sure, go with that. Yeah, okay, there's that. Well well done, well done. So you score a point and it comes back around. Does it come back around to you? Yes, no. Where is it going? Uh, it was that Matt. Was, that Matt. was a question yes, for me. That was so that, yeah, right. no. Okay, so Matt, Matthew, are you ready? Yes. What Japanese brand uses the series name Super Real? What Japanese brand uses the serial name or the series name Super Real? Super Real. Damn. Uh, I. 
do not know. Is that and your final answer? It is, yes. I'm afraid okay. so. I'm out. Okay. No, no coughing in the background, so I can't get my answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that comes back around is it to you, Peter Mark Super real, I'm going to say, is um, uh, Ibanez. That is incorrect, and it comes around to you, J-Cross. Uh, can I please ask how real is spelled? It's R-E-A-L. Oh, okay, fine. I wasn't sure if it was like, like this was like, like a, fishing or something. Well, I'm I'm meant more like you know like a tape echo, like a tape reel. Oh, I see. Yeah, that but would make yeah, more fishing, sense. fishing. I guess also. Yeah, it spells the same. Spells the same. Oh, we've mentioned fish, so the seagulls are going mad. Um, I don't know the answer to this, so I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say uh, because we haven't mentioned them yet, Orville. That is incorrect. Unfortunately, it is Greco, and that is a name that they gave to a number of their Fender-style instruments. Okay, and we're coming round the room to Mark Packham. Hello. Mark, are you ready for this? Hit me. Supergrade was the name of a Les Paul-style guitar by which Japanese brand? Was it? Yamaha. That is incorrect. And this time, I have remembered not to answer. <laughs> J-Cross. Um, I don't know. Supergrade. Supergrade. I, I don't know. So I'm going to uh, take a stab in the dark, and I'm going to say Orville, because we haven't mentioned them yet. That is incorrect. Oh, damn. That, that'll Ma- work at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that. Supergrade. I mean, I will say, why would Orville use a... A different name for a Les Paul when they had the rights to use the name Les Paul, but you know that aside. Yeah, fair I'm, point. I'm gonna go with Tokai. Unfortunately, the answer was in fact Bernie. Oh. Um, Bernie made Bloody these Bernie. Had super grade. Yes, yes, indeed. I apologise. Matt Knight really not performing on this round, but that's okay. There is all uh, to play for. Um, Jay Cross. Are we on Jay, Jay Cross's? Yeah, it's Jay yes, now. Yeah. yeah, it's me now. This is very confusing for me. Okay, Bernie started making Gibson-style instruments in 1969, but what Gibson model didn't appear until their 1975 catalogue? A tough question. Uh, what Gibson model did not... So, yeah, so Bernie started making Gibson-style instruments in yeah. 1969, but they only made some. They omitted one which they introduced in in their 1975 catalogue, a full six years after they'd been making other Gibson guitars. Yeah. Uh, Gibson-style guitars. I'm going to assume it's the 335. That is incorrect. Oh. And we're moving round to you, Matt Knight. Can I have the question again, please? Bernie started making Gibson-style instruments in 1969, but what Gibson model didn't appear until their 1975 catalogue? Hmm. I'm going to go with the SG. That, unfortunately, is also incorrect, meaning that it comes round to you, Mark Packham. So a Gibson model. Gibson model. So Bernie had started making Gibson-style instruments in 69. They'd yep. done a few, few models from the range, but there was an omission... 
Um, yeah, don't give anything else away, Joe. Don't. This one appeared in their 1975. Make sure you catalog. don't. You know. Was it the Flying V? It was not. Unfortunately, you're incorrect. Believe it or not. Does that come around again? No. <laughs> no, no, that is it. Because the only it, one that's really left is the Les Paul. So. It was It was the Les Paul. But right. if you think about it, in 1969, you know, the, the Les Paul wasn't, you know, really sort of the legendary instrument it, it is today. And it took a little while until 75 for them to bother including it in the range, which was... That is weird. I mean, when did it come back? Six, it was 68 it came back, wasn't it? The Les Paul? Yes. Yeah, the Les Paul. Yeah. Yeah, so it seems weird that they wait that period of time. So what was first then? SGs? Yeah, so they were doing, yeah, they were doing like SGs Firebirds, believe it or not, and uh, like a couple of the hotter bodies as well. Huh. Um, but but yeah, the, the Les Paul, which ended up being the absolute backbone of what Bernie made, um, and, and a lot of people consider of all the Japanese companies that the Bernie ones were the best. They didn't actually make them until quite late and... Hmm. Apparently, from what I can read on a lot of the sort of Japanese instrument websites, the the early, like the 1970s Bernies, really were not very good at all in comparison to what they produced later, um, you know, where other other brands really were excelling. Certainly in the late 70s, uh, like companies like Tokai were really excelling in making versions of the Les Paul. Matt Knight. I need a point. You need a point here. Okay. I so need a what- point. What oh, was... I could do with one of those as well. <laughs> Matt Knight, what was the name given to Tokai's range of acoustic guitars? Oh. <laughs> the the big ones with holes in. Is that your I, answer? I, I literally have no idea. No, okay. No problem. No I idea. wondered if you would know because uh, you actually, we, we had a look at one at my house when you came Yeah, around, but I don't pay attention. No problem. Okay. Um, it comes around to you, Mark Packham. What was the name given to Tokai's range of acoustic guitars? I don't know the answer, but I've got a feeling it's something like Martinez or something like that. Right. Okay. That's incorrect. Jay Cross, it comes around to you. This is So this is the the actual brand name, not the series name. Yes, um, yes. In fact, the you know this particular name is uh, is uh, after after it 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 does say Tok Tokaigaki, but it has a name before that. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I've got no idea. Um, No, I've got. Uh, You're not Ibanez. Get it you Ibanez. <laughs> it's in fact cat's eyes, and they do. Ah, uh, yeah, I do remember seeing that. Yeah, 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 incredible yeah. sort of like appropriations of Martin. I think it's easy to sort of, you know, you see so many electric guitar imitations. It's easy to sort of go, oh, this one's really good. This one's not so good. But on acoustics, like I think it's really something to see an instrument that's kind of an imitation of something else and be like, oh, this is actually, <laughs> you know, every bit as good. And those old Tokai cat's eyes were absolutely incredible by now at harlequin guitars <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes no i don't actually have any of this okay so um jay cross you stormed ahead in that round uh thanks to your doubling of points uh which means that the turbo question goes straight to you oh. in this round um yes yes indeed um so the the turbo question we don't need to coin toss for it is um in in this round, you can double your points for the next round, Jay. Mm-hmm. You could have removed 
uh, a competitor's previous round of double points, but no one else other than you have had them. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you have the option to sit out the next round with full points, but no doubles. Okay? Okay. Is that understood? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm in. I'm okay. in. So my two options are continue as normal. Well, and no, get well a max- no, you are you are going but yeah, yeah, yeah your yeah, two yeah, options yeah. Are, are yes, yeah. If I can, get it correct. So how many how many questions are in the next round? So in the next round it's the same as every other. So there are three. So three. if you got two out of three questions in the next round, you would have more points than if you opt to sit yeah. out the next round. Yeah, fine. Fine. And okay. also cuz you know, I've got Marky Dingus Packham next to me here so I also get get to answer all of his correct questions correctly as well so yeah no, I'm in I'm in in for a penny in for okay. a pound that's what I say okay. here we are in 1966 the Gibson Melody Maker body shape was changed what was the new Melody Maker shape double cut oh, I'm sorry it was changed to an SG Oh, okay. Yeah, that's double cut. That's what I meant. <laughs> that's what I meant. Instead of it just being the single cut like a Les Paul, it was turned into a, a double cut guitar. A double uh-huh. cut SG. Double cut SG. You know, that's that's what I meant. That's what you guys understood, right? Sure. Yeah, there you go. Mark, Mark's got my back. There we go. Well, okay. Yeah, no, so no. You're... Okay, no, didn't know that. Interesting. Very interesting. That's... Every day's a school day here at Guitar, guitar Nerds. Nerds. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so we are moving into the final round of this quiz, which is called Accessories, Acoustics and Auctions. This is it. Let's I mean, this is me. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. This would have been a great round to what have double points What are the points, in. by the way? Uh, at the moment... No, I'm not sure. Uh, no, I, I think keep it a mystery. I think keep it a mystery. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep I it like a mystery. the mystery. Okay, here we are. Round four. So, again, there's going to be passing in this one. It will work exactly the same as the last round. Mark Packham, we're starting with you. Good. What is the thickest size you can order a gravity plectrum in? Do I get a multiple choice? No, You. this is just answers. This is just answers. I don't know. Five mil. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's incorrect. Jay Cross, it goes to you. 1.5 mil. It was the thickest was the was the thing. Uh, and uh, that's incorrect. Matt oh, okay. Knight, it comes over to you. Oh, I'm going with 6 mil. 6 mil is completely correct. Matt oh. Knight storming well. ahead there with a point. Okay, yeah. uh, next question. Jay Cross, what is the thickest size chicken pick you can order? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Um... Three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> that is unfortunately incorrect, Jay Cross. Okay. Uh, it comes around to you, Matt Knight. I'm going to go with 3.5. 3.5 is correct. <gasps> unfortunately, yes, Matt does in fact play the 3.5 shredder, which is available from Shredder. shredder. I will say that a 6 mil thick gravity pick is is absolutely astounding. I want to get one of those because we've got a load of 1.5s and they are fantastic. I, I so do. I actually thought that was a trick question and I thought right. I thought grav I, I didn't realize gravity did more than just the 1.5. Ah. I thought it was a uh, bish bash bosh, you know. Yeah. 1.5 is actually the thinnest, I believe that uh, the the gravity platforms go. Gotcha. Go for on right up. Okay. So next up uh is Matthew Knight. Matt Knight, what is the thickest size Huffschmid plectrum that you can order? 70 mil. S- seven centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
that that is incorrect. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, 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 I disagree. What do you mean you disagree? disagree? I disagree. <laughs> I think so. I think I meant actually seven mil, but no, no, I'm st- I'm you, sticking with my answer. You know that your answer's wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. just... Okay, so it's moving round to you, Mark Packham. Is it? Because with these picks, like the, where's the thickness measured? From the thickest point. Around. It's circumference. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, I'm going to go um, uh, 12 mil. Unfortunately, incorrect. Jay Cross. Uh, Can you get yourself a point? I'm going to say, because uh, we talked about this. I'm going to say 35 mil. Wow. Okay. No, that is that is incorrect. I would oh, say that no. Mark Packham, you were the closest. 15 mil is the, oh. is the thickest size. That's available in the Mega Anvil uh, from Huffsmith Plectrums, <laughs> uh, which is absolutely outstanding. Um, you know, 15 mil, what a ridiculous size for, for a plectrum. Okay, so Matt Knight has done really well so far. Um, Mark Packham, question to you. Yep. Um, is what? it about plectrums again? No. So the round is called Accessories, Acoustics and Auctions. Okay. So the first three were accessories, okay. second three I acoustics, understand. third three auctions. So here's your acoustic question, Mark Packham. What Gibson acoustic guitar is Robert Johnson famously associated with? Uh, the, oh, what are they called? Uh... They are called Gibson acoustic <laughs> guitars. Um, I think you're going to have to hurry him, Joe. Aren't they called like a double O M or something? <laughs> that would be Martin, but uh, sure. uh, you know, okay. Uh, we move around to Jay Cross. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's the L2. That unfortunately is incorrect, <sighs> Matt Knight. I think I'm going to go with. Because I thought it started with L. I'm going with L15. Unfortunately, that's wrong as well. It was the L1. Oh, the L1. Man. A gorgeous, like, wonderful so blues close. guitar. You were so close. Yeah, the L1 is an absolute cracker. Um, we used to have one in GAC that I thought about buying every day. Um, they're, they're really cool. They look super cool. Really, like, boxy and oddly uh size but like a ton of fun and not that much money actually for a gibson acoustic to be honest comparatively uh jay cross question for you there are 28 doves on a gibson doves in flight but how many are on the fretboard oh my gosh 20... you could think yeah you could think about this and count you know but i don't expect you to know there are 28 doves on a gibson doves in flight so think about where they'd be Uh, on the guitar Uh, but how many do you think are on the fretboard six oh no that can't be right six that unfortunately is incorrect um it comes around to you matt knight i'm gonna go with there are 28 doves on a gibson doves in flight i'm gonna go with 18 Unfortunately, that also is incorrect. It's a hard question to get. I would suggest trying to count fretboards a, a little bit or thinking about things like that. Mark Packham, it comes around to you. Yeah, I was just, I just trying to do the maths on it. I'm going to say there are 11. 
unfortunately incorrect. There are 16 doves in flight on a fretboard because it's two and it two, starts right. at the first. Oh, uh, and okay. yeah, unfortunately, yeah. So um, there are 16 going the whole way down the board to the 15th or whatever it is. No, yeah, longer than Wait, that. Wait, one after the 15th, 16, 17th. But yes, there are. Does that make sense? But yeah, there are 16 in total on the fretboard. Right, okay. I can't that is definitely right. figure that Let out, me, but yeah, sure. Okay. It, but just for anyone who wants to try and picture it, it's 1, 3 on the frets, 1, 3, 5, 7, 9, 12, 15, and 17. And they are doubled on each of and those. Doubled on each. Doubled on each, not just on the 12th. No, yeah, doubled on each. I literally yeah, don't then... think I've ever seen one of those guitars before. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. The Doves in Flight. Wow, it's one of my absolute favourite Gibson Acoustic. I think if I could have a Gibson Acoustic, I would there's, have that. The, like, there's a lot of so Doves cool on this looking. guitar. Yeah. Really I, te- yeah. I, I tell you what, I just Googled Doves in Flight and you go to images, there's loads of flying birds. It's actually really soothing. I'll have a look at that. <laughs> feeling stressed out at any point. Matt Knight, question for you. The Gibson Hummingbird differed from all other Gibson Dreadnoughts made before 1960. What was it that Gibson changed? Oh, I think... I think it's the top wood. They use spruce instead of that. some of the other woods. That's incorrect. Ah. So coming round to you, Mark Packham, the Gibson Hummingbird differed from all other dreadnoughts made before 1960. But what was it that Gibson changed? Is it that hummingbird it, unique? Is it that it had a different colour top to the back and sides? That also is incorrect, although a good sort of obscure guess, though. It comes around to you, Jay Cross. The Gibson Hummingbird differed from all other dreadnoughts made before 1960. But what was it that Gibson changed? Um, acoustic guitars. Hard. Yeah. I know, I know. I've got uh, really into them recently. Sorry about this round. Did it? Did it have different bracing? That unfortunately is incorrect. What they what they changed was well, it was their first ever square-shouldered dreadnought, very much an imitation of the Martins that were that were common at the time. But before that, all Gibson dreadnoughts were slope-shouldered. Mm-hmm. So the Hummingbird, which obviously went on to become yeah, their course. most popular dreadnought, was the first one that looked like a Martin, which is now, you know, just the popularized dreadnought shape. But at the time, Gibson were very much competing against that sort of Martin shape with their slope-shouldered, and it was the first time they sort of submitted to it as a you know, as a more accessible shape, which is, I thought, pretty interesting. Mark Packham Hello. comes round to you. Okay, What's here we this are. one again? It was accessories, auctions. acoustics and auctions. Okay. Auctions. The Prince Angel Cloud recently went up for auction but was eclipsed by the Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain auction. How much did the Blue Cloud guitar fetch at auction? Uh, I'm going to say... I will t- I will, it has to be in dollars. I want this in dollars. And I don't expect the exact, uh, like, you know, individual digits. I will accept the correct, you know, ballpark within. That's <laughs> scientific. Yeah, um, you know. I'm going to yeah, say. But what if someone else knows the exact figure? Then I would say they've got too much time in their hands. <laughs> yeah. no, no one's going to know the exact figures. Um, $4.5 million. 
That is incorrect. It comes around to you, Jay Cross. Sorry, can you repeat the question, please? The Prince Angel Cloud recently went up for auction, but it was eclipsed by the Kurt Cobain auction. How much did the blue cloud guitar fetch at auction? Uh, $2.5 million. That also is incorrect. We did talk about this on the podcast. Matt Knight coming round to you. Of course, yes, you do, yes. the Matt Knight, the Prince Angel Cloud recently went up for auction. How much did it go for? 575,000. Matthew Knight, I will accept your answer. It was 563,000, but you were, you know, absolutely on point there um, for, you know, the the correct He'd sort of ballpark. he got like 15 grand change. Yeah. <laughs> if that had been his offer. Mate, you're getting change right there. Yeah, I thought it was surprisingly little that it went for. It was in rough shape, like, comparatively. And I guess, you know, it's not necessarily the guitar that's no, like that, mate. Prince. But, yeah, well, it, you know, it, it was missing its bridge. It didn't have any strings on it. Like, it looked like it had been stored under a bed, you know, without a case. It really wasn't wonderful. But, nonetheless, a very cool and important guitar. Jay Cross, next question for you. In 2006, the Reach Out to Asia Stratocaster was a Fender Strat caked in signatures from the world's greatest guitarists and musicians, but how much did it fetch at auction? Um, $1.5 million. That is incorrect. And it comes round to you, Matt Knight. Uh... I'm going to say $930,000. Also incorrect. It comes down to you, Mark Packham, who I assume knows this one. No, definitely don't. Um, $2 million. I'm going to give you that one, Mark Packham. Yes. It was $2.8 million. 2.8? You could be 0.8 out. That's fine. Mate, he's he's, he's nearly a million dollars out. You can't give him that. (laughs) If he'd said three, I maybe would have accepted that. But you're... That's that's almost fifty percent of the way out. I got I'm one of the that. numbers right. That's I'm not having enough. that at all. Not having that at all. Matty, what's your take on that? Uh, what did you say, Jay? I said one point five. So I was also a long way off. But you know, so was Mark. Really, let's think about it. Yeah, Mark yeah, was that, technically I, I, the closest. That's not what you te- said, though. That's not what you said. You said right. the ballpark. Are you saying? Yeah. Are you, are you saying that exactly. two point eight? Mi- so. Two it's million. Half Vulcan, half two, human. <laughs> half man. Jay, what's, what's half happened here? Is half jo, pig. Joe has heard the number two and he's gone, yeah, that, that's sort of the right thing. Isn't yeah, it? that's yeah, close. Take that. that's as, exactly quiz master, as quiz master, I'm choosing right now to uh, overrule you all and uh, give Mark Packham the point. Matt yes. Knight. Absolute nonsense. Yes. Matt Knight, last question in this quiz. Are you ready to redeem your current performance? Joe, do you remember, do you remember when you didn't let me answer two of those questions? questions of where I would have got four points because I knew the answers and then you've just stolen this away from me that's a five point swing here is your chance here is your chance Jay Cross I believe in you you can do this but this is Matt's question so he has to get it wrong first (laughs) Matt Knight how much did Paul Allen of Microsoft pay to have Jimi Hendrix white Woodstock Stratocaster placed at the Experience Music Project in Seattle Jimi Hendrix's hometown 3.5 million dollars that is incorrect. It comes around to you, Mark Packham. So was no, the question how no, much did he pay to have it? Yeah, how much there? did it? Yeah, no, he, he bought it at auction. Oh, and, okay, uh, fine. Okay. Um, but that's oh, what he chose to oh, do with it. 
right that's what he chose okay to that's do a with different it. question i thought he had he paid to have it on well, display he did. not at, yes. buy it at auction he yeah, did like, it at auction know, and put it on display like Was matthew you know clear? you know how you're always buying all these amps to put them on display in your house it's just like that you know i i don't agree with the way that joe phrased that question Okay. Okay. Well, I will take that con- into consideration when I'm adding <laughs> up the points at the end. Uh, Mark, pa- uh, Mark Packham. Yeah. Mark Packham. Uh, I'm going to say $750,000. That is incorrect, and it comes around to you, Jay Cross. When was this? Um, it was uh, a few, it, like 2010, something like that. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to say uh, $450,000. That is incorrect, fellas. Unfortunately, it was was $2 million. Uh, I'm so close to saying 2.8 and I would have got it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there we are. There we are. So zero points there, which means for the first time ever in a round, Jay scored zero in that last round. Uh, Matt taking that round by storm with a whopping three points. Now I'm just going to add up your scores, boys, and come back to you with the results. So, you know, please talk amongst yourselves about the incredible performance that I have made on, on this uh, this week's quiz. <laughs> How long ago did you write this quiz, Joe? That's what I want to know. A few weeks, weeks a few weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess it you probably wrote for the time. My favourite bit about this podcast was when, uh, actually before we started, when Joe said, boys, I'm telling you, we need to do about 20 minutes beforehand because there's no way this quiz is going to last an hour. I know, and, and now we're... And me, Mark and Matt all in. said, this is definitely going to last an hour. And yeah, an hour and 24 nearly. Oh, really? Is that is that what's happened here? Yeah, oh, yeah, well, I mean, you oh, know, yes, perhaps, Joe, perhaps, perhaps I should go with a ballpark figure, something you might understand. Yeah, it's been about 45 minutes, Joe. <laughs> right, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm Man sorry. Man counts quiz score on <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay. So, I assume he's going to edit. Is he going to edit any of this out, or is it all going to happen live? So, in last place on in this week's quiz, we will put it down to him being out of practice by three weeks from being on the podcast. It is a sad... Little Mark Packham. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. With a sad little man. <laughs> with four points on uh, on this quiz. I got all in... of those in one round, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought you did really well. Um, yeah. Turns out not. Oh, wait, no, I missed out a whole round oh for you. Oh, my gosh. One, two, three. Yeah, oh, no, I'm it is sure. four. I... No, yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four, five... Six, seven. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, seven I did do that wrong. Yeah. Okay. Is it- <laughs> it's, you know, it's in the same ballpark. <laughs> Four out of seven, you know. Okay. It's fine. I've got it right now. Everything's everything's correct now. So, Mark Packham, you didn't actually come last. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I thought I probably came last. In joint last place with seven points is Mark Packham and Jay Cross. That's wrong. Meaning that with eight points, Matthew Knight has... I am absolutely... That is definitely absolute, not true. Like, how is that right? You, got the double, you didn't count the double no. points, did you, no. you idiot? Yes, I did. Jay got... You okay, so not. Mark, I'm, you got... 
You got two in the first round, three in the second round, one in the third, and one in the fourth. Jay, you got three Jay in got the like first. Jay got like four questions right in the round that he had double points. How <laughs> no, many only have seven points? He didn't. No, he I would have done. I would have done had it two, not been. I would have got four. I would have done had it not been for the fact that Joe interrupted and gave me no option <laughs> to get double points. Not even double points, just to answer the questions. It should have been my questions to answer. I think it's unbelievable. Matt, Matt consistently scored points. He had three in the first round, two in the second, none in the third, and thir- three this is in the an last. Absolute Eight outrage. Someone who cares more than me needs to listen back to this whole thing and actually mark the scores down correctly. I, I am convinced of my accuracy I'm here, not. ladies and gentlemen. I think we've done a fantastic job, and that is a, that is a wonderful <sighs> quiz round. We've done this was a good quiz. How did you do, listener? Did you score as highly as Matt Knight? You know, who's proved himself to be the the most nerdy of all guitar nerds, Straight. not even needing a double point round to get his Indeed. his scores to the uh, the bloody the best. That's what they call me. Yes, yes, he's done very well. Well, that is in fact all the time we have for this week's free episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. We'll of course be continuing over on our Patreon special episode, where I imagine I'm going to be getting quite a lot of flack. And if you want to hear that, then you can support us on Patreon. There are three tiers that you can support us at. The dollar the $5 and the $10 tier. The dollar tier gets you this regular episode ad-free and early. The $5 tier will get you all the bonus content every week and the $10 tier means that I will sing your name in a song at the end of each week's podcast. How wonderful is that? You can follow us on all the major social platforms with at Guitar Nerds and join us on the Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds forum. Thanks very much for tuning in and we'll be back next week with more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. Bye-bye. Cough.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.